0: Fem 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 la cigarette. Fem fem fem. Mais si que ça te fait du tort, c'est toutes les non-fumeurs qui veulent de la bonne heure. C'est eux autres qui devront aller dehors. That's all you're getting for side. That's Saturday all I'm morning. getting. That's all you're getting. Yeah. I didn't I didn't understand a single word, Fred. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the whole point. I'm going to I'm going to sing in French so oh, Probably ninety-eight percent of people can't understand, <laughs> but you know that's the best way.
1: Welcome back, man! Thank Good you, to see thank you. you. It's, <laughs> been, it's been a uh, how long?
0: It's been so the last time I was here was in uh, October, mid-October. So, so it's been a almost year. a whole whole year.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, thanks for having me back. Oh,
1: no, welcome back. Anybody that's been on the, well. I can't say that. No, sorry. <laughs> Not everybody's welcome back on the show, okay. but majority of people are more than welcome okay, to come back yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's great to have you back, and we're gonna continue the conversation about timber framing and yeah, exactly, and all kinds of stuff like that. So, so yeah. you've got some new ideas and new thoughts and new things that been yep. in the last year, definitely. And uh, we still display, you know, yeah, yeah. And you brought some new ones now, which is I great. Brought, yeah,
0: I brought some new ones. So my old one is here. This one was a bit simpler. And for, for the people who are only listening, I brought in two new roof model that I've been doing with uh, the course that Patrick Moore is offering, the Stereotomy Level 2. So those ones, for the people who are watching on YouTube, shout out, you know, yeah, keep it up, keep it up. Um, They're they're pretty complicated, even though That's they look kind of simple. That's very complicated, man. you
1: yeah. being nice about it. I'm looking at even the smaller one, and just the connection points there, the joinery, I was like, the lower level there getting into that corner there <laughs> like holy cow so you yeah. were saying off mic just before we got started how many hours on this um, model uh,
0: well it's probably so the drawing takes i'm kind of slow on the drawing because the more you kind of develop the drawing like if you make one mistake from the beginning then the whole drawing could be compromised okay so i really take my time blah blah blah, blah. it's about probably it's easy it, 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 it can add up to 20 hours yeah and I'm doing, you know, all the joinery is cut with a handsaw because the compound angle are Can't, way over. Yeah, that. it's way over 50, way over 45, and also just by the time, just by the time you set up, you know, just your tools that chop saw finding all the angle. Did you create a jig or something. Yeah, or I create a jig. a jig. You know, you're in 30 minutes. Where me with a small Japanese saw, it's you know one cut could take two minutes. So then again. If I had to do lots of those, I would set up jigs. Of course. But for one, you know, a chisel and a Japanese saw goes, goes a very long way. Okay, we're going to dive in deep because I, I love this okay. I,
1: I love this topic. I love this subject matter. This is amazing. Quick shout out to uh, the Luso boys and uh, the tile work that they do. Great. And awesome. uh, actually, it was nice that I saw Matt last night. He was there briefly for a little cigar to get-together that we had, which nice. was great. And to Jason, thank you for setting that up. And Phil was there. Dom was there. Saskia was there. So lots of people were there. And we didn't videotape anything. We didn't take any pictures. Oh, really? We were off the grid. Oh, we nice. Were, we were just old school doing yeah. a, a nice little get-together. And we were actually talking just yeah. chilling out and just talking awesome. so just shout out to them that was all good and now we've got fred back so you want to share your deets which is uh fred i don't uh, remember
0: uh, fred seal carpentry on instagram yeah, that's it fred
1: seal. yeah okay yeah. and then where else
0: um it's that's it really
1: patrick's been busy
0: uh yeah i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming
1: he's been busy a lot of guys he... have been watching his show and then they're trying to reach him and then they can't reach him and then they're asking me if i
0: can try to reach him and okay then yeah. i try to reach him <laughs> and then he's not responding so i can only okay. assume
1: that. But I see his posts, so he's his class yeah, are growing. Right? I know
0: he just posted something yesterday for a spiral staircase. Yeah, twice, I saw that. And Holy wow, God. crazy. So yeah, if people want to go on Instagram, find him. His name is the Stereotomist on Instagram, and make sure you have an hour to kill because it's you'll a rabbit be, hole that you want to go it's down. It's a rabbit hole that you really <laughs> want to get into. You'll look back at the clock and be like, damn, I just wasted my whole morning looking at this stuff. I know, but the
1: most experienced framer will look at it and go, how? how? Yeah, how? exactly. How, right?
0: And if the, the how is what kind of drives me. It's like, well, if somebody can do it, I'm assuming I can too. Yeah,
1: Fred, what's the basic difference between you today and you a year ago?
0: Um, well, for one, more, more stereotomy challenging challenging exactly challenging but it's kind of uh it's i call it you know a millimeter a day of progression and during a year it adds up to all these things ain't that the truth eh? yeah but actually before before we get into the okay, stereotomy yeah, yeah. you yeah. drive yeah. the boat on this man I'm yeah yeah okay easy. yeah yeah like i said i i have a few notes i want to take care of Do so it. the last time i was here we were talking about the big uh, timber frame temple that yeah. i was working yeah. on the so yeah. yeah yeah exactly the peg is still there yeah. um and yeah, so we've been working on this for the last year or two. right now, we're just taking a break waiting for the the huge order of sighting to get to finally show up and just for sorry to interrupt, but
1: if I was going to let's say do a little road trip, yep, in about three weeks, four weeks, maybe we'll probably be there
0: or there's a good chance we'll be there by then
1: okay well we'll talk after yeah. yeah okay yeah I, I, I might actually yeah. make my way out there yeah to, to okay actually see it which would be kind of cool so sorry to interrupt okay. but okay continue
0: okay yeah and so we raised the timber frame that was you know experience of a lifetime definitely how many guys um well for the raising so we were actually just three guys so two two guys so me and my uh team lead uh shout out actually Justin Edge from Greenbill uh, to Homes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's our lead timber framer and he worked at uh, Gibson Timber Frame and all these big timber frame outfit that that's actually a guy you should have on no, I'd I'm love not to get him on. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's going to come he's more like you know an artist introverted type of guy but if we can convince him to come here he's going to blow everybody away with his knowledge okay. yeah all right. so anyways uh, him as the lead me as like the you know the meathead who does things that he's being told Um, The hammer yeah yeah me me (laughs) as the hammer and then we had one guy in the telehandler just you know rocking the machine and without without yeah without those three person like let's just say that the guy on the telehandler decide he's you know not listening or whatever like you really need you gotta have focus you gotta have focus on all three aspects okay yeah because yeah, like I said on the last podcast with timber frame, there is no no margin forever. Like we're talking millimeters for a piece that's, you know, 40 feet. So, yeah, so we worked on this and then we enclosed the whole building, which is, that's another challenge in itself because you need to have, when you build a timber frame, for those of us, for those for those listening who don't know, you build a frame, but you essentially have to build another house on top of it. And then from there come, you know, the challenges of, passing the plumbing, the electrical, the insulation. Then you got modern conveniences. Yeah, right. modern conveniences. So actually, that was, kind of, that was kind of interesting and challenging because for me, I'm more interested in just building a timber frame and then you know moving on and let other people take care of it. I mean, technically though, historically, do you really need
1: the modern technology there? Because the timber frames were designed to... Building self- code. <laughs> well, I, I know the building code <laughs> aspect of it, but yeah. the thing is, like in theory, if you've got a large enough
0: fireplace, you can heat. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. Because before they just, if you look at the the old timber frames in Europe, it was essentially just like, yeah, timber frame and clay walls or something, yeah. and then just yeah. like the, I'm assuming it strawers like a straw roof. Yeah, it has to be. And that was it. Big, t- uh, yeah, big but fireplace, and, and that was it. it. But now yeah. you've got it. So does it kind of? bother you guys that
1: you build this amazing timber frame and now you got to put another skin kind, around yeah you? kind of okay. kind of
0: because like you said you don't well if you want to keep the timber frame apparent, you kind of have to in a way because you don't want to enclose the nice you don't want to enclose those nice space where you can see the exposed timber like the, your post in your corner where yeah, you can see yeah. the whole you know eight by eight or six by six or whatever if you enclose that with two by four then it's kind of like but it's What's like the you purpose? guys do the work on
1: all the sides of the timber frame. Yeah,
0: yeah, we do. And then you lose one side automatically
1: yeah. to modern conveniences, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is what it is. It so is. Yeah, it yeah, is okay. what it is. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, it was kind of it was really interesting to to work on it and to kind of learn that aspect, because, like I said, it wasn't really something that interested me, but, it you know, it needed to be done. And it's not it's not easy if you want to build like a lot of people or kind of interested in timber frame because you know it's old it's strong and it kind of brings like a romantic aspect of it and a lot of people have like messaged me who are not carpenters and they're like oh I want to build you know a chalet beside the lake or something and I want to build a timber frame and I'm like building a timber frame is not hard it's also not easy but then what comes in after is the challenging part which is really wrapping which is really wrapping the frame, making sure, yeah, it's, built up, it's being brought up to the building codes. So it's not, it's doable, but it's not easy. You really have to think the things things through. Because you're essentially building like two houses. Are almost. you guys
1: already thinking building code and all these other details that you have to comply with when you're already dressing and getting everything prepared? You're already th- yeah, at that yeah. point, the
0: starting point, right? When you're cutting the frame not really but before you know like you want to have your foundation wider so you can put you know a two by six wall or a two yeah. by four yeah. it's all those little things that you need to think of before when you're cutting the frame i'm not thinking of like oh there's going to be an outlet in that bent. i'm not thinking of that but before you really have to make sure everything is ready so then when you build in those you know commodities to, to the building code then it makes it makes sense yeah.
1: so the temple that you're working on that's nearly completed mm-hmm. what was the original timeline on that that was given to you guys um
0: i'm not
1: i'm not sure i wish i could say i wish i could say it because i don't even think on the last show that you were on you really gave us an end date it was no was it was no certainty there yeah
0: because the the monastery that we're working on it's their new meditation hall so they don't live in the building okay. so really and it all works through donation so there was like phases so you know the phase one was building, you know, the foundation, the next m walls. Then phase two was a timber frame. Phase yeah. three was enclosing, and it's more like how much money because the monks they can't work, so it's all, it's all brought it through donation. Wow, private donation, and some of them are like a lot of money. Like a lot I comes imagine. in from the Thailand embassy in Ottawa. I've actually met the ambassador at the they at the job. The yeah, yeah, really? yeah. They, they came. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So. A lot of donation coming from Thailand, but also a lot of donation coming from, you know, people in the area, which is funny. It's, it's, it's cool. So yeah, there's not really an end date. It's more like, yeah, okay, now we have the money for phase, you know, one, two, three, let's get going. Okay. It all works well. Okay. Now we're getting ready for phase five, which would be, um, the exterior finishes that's been ordered. And in the meantime, we have other small projects on the go. So if there's a pause at the temple, we work on other projects there, yeah yeah how was
1: it um were you guys working through the winter months as well yeah
0: and yep. how was that
1: challenging uh it wasn't bad it wasn't a bad it actually wasn't a bad winter no i think we had like yeah. three storms or something it wasn't a yeah. really difficult storm there was a
0: lot there was i mean there was a lot of snow but we were working on the roof for quite a long time because um once again when you build a timber frame there needs to be like I said for like the fifth time today, there's needs to be it needs to be brought up to modern standard. Yeah. So on the roof you have those nice exposed Douglas fir rafter, and on top of it comes like this huge amount of like framing. So layer number one, there's a strapping two by four, then membrane, yeah. then the the plan called for just like the the I joists go on top of the membrane, but because where we're going to be climbing up there. My boss said, no, like everybody's going to step through those nice German membrane. So we did another layer of like two by four on top of it to sandwich it, but also to give us like something to step on. So we did that. But then the building is almost, it's 94 feet with the, with the eaves. So it's very long. So, and it's a 50 degree slope that's spanning 34 feet. So if you do the mat, it's a, it's a big portion of the yeah. roof. Like it's almost, each rafter was uh, 26 feet, I think. So you're framing this 26 by 94 feet roof. So quite a lot of area to cover. Yeah. So just strapping one portion of the roof, that's, like, that's almost your whole day. too. What are they
1: finalizing the roofing material with?
0: So it was uh, sheet metal we're gonna do metal yeah it's on right now yeah it's on right now yeah
1: because it's protecting everything
0: yeah exactly so it was yeah two layers so two by four membrane two by four uh eye joist then half inch plywood membrane two by four on its edge to create like a ventilation space yeah uh plywood once more a nice membrane like uh kind of like a nice ice, ice and, and water, water shield. shield or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah ice something. and water shield for the first few feet, yep. then like a nice like thick suprema membrane, then the sheet metal. So <laughs> So when you guys the team, like these are timber
1: frame architects, timber frame engineers, like mm-hmm. they're specialty people. Yeah. You can't just pull somebody from an urban And just go here. We're going to build a timber frame, and we need an architect. We need an engineer.
0: No, they've got to have some experience. Not really, unless they're interested in that space, or unless they've had previous experiences. Different mindset. Different mindset too. Like you just you can't bring in someone who says like, oh, instead of those nice exposed rafter, we're just going to put a truss system. Not what we're after, you know. So yeah, there's there needs to be, and you cannot. I kind of hate to say this, but you kind of need to brought in carpenters too who are interested in that aspect who have experience because once again, like you can't, you can go at it cutting your timber with just like a, a skill saw that's falling off the roof framing and it's not balanced and the blade is not the blade it's is dull. the same dull. thing
1: with electricians and plumbers. Yeah, and exactly. You got to bring everybody in that's conscious of the work that was already set up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can't just be butchering it. Right? Yeah. And actually for the, for the temple I got, I just posted a picture of where it's at right now on, uh, on Instagram. Yep. And you can see, you can see essentially everything. So the porch are finished. Um, I also posted my favorite portion of the, of the building it. right now for the exterior finishes, which is the bottom of the roof has like, a curved element kind of like a flare like those temples oh, in, huh? in thailand I see, yeah i know i remember seeing this you posted this on on instagram yeah it started the
1: week i think yeah started the week yeah so Take you guys are already prepping all the walls for the cladding so you have the yep. strapping on board mm-hmm. that's a big roof man it's
0: it's huge essentially just like a massive roof yeah
1: that's, that's like and it's
0: a steep roof too yeah 50 degrees and then you got skylights up there as well too yeah yeah that was pretty fixed it, they're fixed uh they're motorized they're yeah, they, fixed they're fixed eh? yeah fixed and it's it's, it's, a, it's a nice it's a nice like skylight you push like there's like a remote you push a button and then it you know opens up there's i i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure there's also a button where you push and it, it can kind of like uh control how much light is entering the yeah, building so they have a blinds or what have you on. yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly which is very cool yeah and
1: i mean not over like even the soffit the overhangs like you're yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So the exposed, detail, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: so exposed, exposed rafter tails, and that was cut for from a three by ten piece of pine. And I actually that was my job for right after the Christmas break. I cut, I cut all of those with a skill saw, then sanded, then doing the round over with the with the router. That was that was pretty fun. Like those kind of tasks are what I like to do. Anything well, it's nice with curves and
1: I'm looking at this going. You're connecting old with new because yep. the tails are actually yeah. coming off of the building code requirement yep. of the roof, right? Yep. With the airspace, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and then how are you securing
0: the two together? Uh, so the 2 by 4 cleats, essentially, that were on the edge, yeah. we're just slapping them together. I, I got a picture where you can see. I think I got a picture where you can see where they meet. The I see the picture four. where they meet. They're connected. Yeah. I just can't make out. Oh, it's just screws. Yeah. It's just screws, yeah, right? It's That's just all. it's just screws it to the side, essentially. Screw through the side, nothing. Be nice no, you can no joinery. Do this to regular houses and if you can have rafter tails. Yeah, like this I know. That's soffit. I know. Yeah, I don't know. And on top, on top of those uh, nice fancy rafter, exposed uh, pine board. Yep. So a one by one by seven pine board, so it can kind of take it can kind of take the curve, and then in between pine board blocking, uh, with a nice like just a one inch ventilation strip. So you know you cut your block. You slap on that uh insulation not insulation ventilation piece fit them together puck puck and, and that's you're it, good you're to go it. it took me because there is 56 56 rafter tails sides? uh or no because one side one side is totally exposed but then so you have the big meditation hall and then you have a flat roof in between yeah and understand. then the porches yeah, yeah, so yeah. the portion where there's the flat roof that's like where they have The bathroom, a couple, uh, just a couple places where they can store stuff, and then the, on the other side, where there's the porches, just a nice, uh, low slope roof. That's where they have like the entryway, and you know they can have their, they can eat there and whatever. So the
1: raptor tails have a curve to them.
0: Yeah, the raptor tails have a curve to them. How did or who? the architect first the who
1: drew it came up with the radius on that curve or you guys kind of experimented with it when we kind
0: of t- experimented with it um my my foreman just came up one morning and he had traced out a pattern but you yeah you kind of just took a guess of how it would look you know and we'd give it a try on just like a normal two by ten Cut okay one, put it up there yeah exactly it, show everybody yeah exactly show everybody okay. show the monks we get a yes or no, and it was essentially, all right, that looks good. That must yeah. be interesting having an on-site meeting with monks. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Like I the last there's no profanity and there's no yelling. No, no, it, it's it's pretty interesting because you're being brought up. Well, you're be, you're being kind of introduced into their world, yeah. which is a very closed world because they live, you know, they live tw- twenty kilometers away from Perth, which is already kind of in the boonies. So they're really. Like my phone stops getting signaled a kilometer before the job site. Yeah. So No tower. no. Near. Yeah, no tower. Yeah. So it's kind of like a very secluded community. And, you know, on your day to day, you see the monks wearing like their orange, yep. their orange robes walking around. Their head is completely shaven. You know, they can't, they can't ask for food. They can't have hobbies. They can't listen to music. They can't have a phone. There's a lot of things they can't do. Because it's all, it's all part of their, yeah. The culture. There. The culture yeah, there. okay. So yeah, it, it it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like you said, like on a meeting, we're going to have like, you know, all of us wearing our pouches, hard hat. And then there's like, you know, three monks with their robes and
1: yeah. It must be interesting. It, interesting.
0: It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And they're all like, you know, super calm, yes. smiling. Like a lot of people, when I explain to them, you know, like you, you can't have all these things. They're like, oh, I couldn't live like that. And I kind of agree to some extent. Like, I like the way I'm living. But when you see how, like, peaceful and happy they are, there's something to it as well, you know? They're not doing something wrong. They're not doing something wrong, you know? Like, they don't... Since they can drive, not stuck in traffic. Yep. There's not, like, oh, my car needs an oil change, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't have the time. Yeah. They don't have to log on to Hydro One to pay their bills. Yeah. They, there's yeah. not, like... Your cell phone is ringing all the time, distracting you from your day-to-day task. So, you know. They're not online seeing the program <laughs> that you guys are doing. Yeah, no, probably not. Probably <laughs>
1: not. comments yeah. and stuff like that. No, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure that they're very respectful of the work that's being
0: performed right yeah. there, right? So they know that structure is going to stay there yeah. for a long time. Because a lot of them, because a lot of them during like the winter months, they travel, so they go to Thailand, they go to all those places where they are those, those, uh, those temple. Yes. So they can kind of... They can kind of gauge like what they want, you know, what works well and everything, and they come back with that knowledge. And then this is how kind of they approve uh, artwork. Are the meetings
1: more about them asking questions or are you guys presenting the drawings coming to life, so to speak? So then, yeah,
0: more like the drawings coming to life because okay, they so were really involved with the drawing process with the okay, architect. Yeah, and then, but it's it's really hard for people who are not kind of in the construction industry to have to see the plan and then to visualize it once it's there like i'm sure you're very aware of that like you know you're bringing something into their home and they're like oh it's way bigger than i expected but then they were the ones giving you the original measurements so you're kind of like well you know it's have they walked
1: inside and seen oh yeah yeah of course okay so yeah of course all that stuff right yeah I guess, okay, I just want to ask a dumb question, but... Okay, sure. (laughs) Building inspection-wise, because there's still inspections going on. Oh, yeah, of course. So do the monks have to wear hard hats and safety boots? Uh, They should. They should, but they they don't. I guess they don't, don't right? Because it's their dwelling. But I I, 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 I visualized that inspector having about that... Just uh, I need to kind of <laughs> speak yeah. up or something. <laughs> but th- you're just being respectful because they're very peaceful people and, yeah. and they're just looking at the structure. But it's still the job site, right? Yeah, it's
0: it's still a job site. I've, well, knock on wood, I've yet to see the safety inspector there. I'm sure he's going to come up, you know, at one point. Or maybe yeah. they're
1: thinking that you guys are doing just an amazing job. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're maybe. following you guys online. And they oh, yeah, 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 probably. That. Exactly. So it could be that, yeah. right? Yeah, I was just yeah. curious about it because that would be a, a somewhat – surreal meeting with that kind of a client yeah it is it is i think most it'd be nice if most clients were monks
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure you have a few good stories about that too <laughs> all right so sorry yeah
1: i i deviated a little bit no, so no no it's fine back
0: on back on track now so okay so yeah so i was talking about the exposed uh rafter, Root, tails. Yeah, the rafter tails so yeah 56 rafter tails and then you know pine block in between but also on the other side of the building where you have the porches, you have yep. two porches. Yeah. So that whole span is 110 feet, which also has exposed rafter tail. They're not as detailed. It's okay. just like a, it's a three, three by six with just a plum cut and a level cut. Okay. But in between, you also have the same details. So uh, a one by six uh, pine piece with that nice ventilation strip on top. And for each of those each of those you know it's sanded 80 grit 100 grit oiled nice round over with the so with the you router cut it,
1: you're treating everything yeah
0: exactly everything is treated wow yeah for cutting the rafter tails installing them then the pine block you're probably talking i did it essentially all by myself because my you know other people in the team are doing something your task, else. that right? was my task yeah How that was my task uh, it's safe to say four weeks, yeah. Just for those, yeah, that yeah. Because just just doing the sanding takes up so much time. Because it's all material that's coming from the mill, so it's it's plain. It's to your good size, but then you have a lot of like planing marks that you're not really getting. If you're buying something like from a a lumber shop, sometime yeah. they're gonna pass it into through like the belt sander just once. Yeah. But when material are coming from the mill, you have the big planer marks. It's not always it's not always in its best shape. So you have quite a lot of like just treatment just to get that nice finish to it. Then oiled and that takes time too. Then installing, everything has to be string line. Everything has to be perfectly aligned because that's when that's the first step you're going to use to then sheet your roof. Yeah. So you want everything to be really perfect. How does that make you feel, Fred, when you're... Like, you know you have four weeks possible.
1: You're trying to calculate in your head how long this is yep. going to take. And you've got four weeks to do all this monotonous work because it's, you've figured out the problem already. Mm-hmm. And you guys are, like, some of the best problem solvers when it comes to this kind of construction. Yep. But now you've got this repetitive.
0: Oh, I love it. You love it? really? Oh, yeah, I love it. I'll time myself from the first. Like, I was timing myself cutting the first rafter. And then you time yourself. Like midway to and see at the, the end to see the obviously progression. Speeding up. Yeah, you're, you're speeding up also. But you're not.
2: Hi, I'm Stuart Galloway, president of the Canadian Concrete Expo, Canada's only national trade show serving the concrete construction industry. CCE 2024 will feature over 350 national and international exhibiting companies showcasing the latest equipment, products, technology, and services. CCE is the ideal environment to source new suppliers, reconnect with industry contacts, get hands-on with the latest equipment, and take advantage of exclusive show offers. We look forward to seeing you at CCE on February 14th and 15th, 2024, at the International Centre in Toronto. Pre-register on our website at CanadianConcreteExpo.com. Registration opens November 15th. See you there. You're not speeding up. Essentially, you're just killing inefficiencies. You're becoming more
0: efficient. Yeah, yeah you're just killing the efficiency. I'm yeah. not cutting faster with the saw. I'm not sanding faster. I'm just really, yeah, like you said, just more efficient. Like you have your piece right there because they're for the rafter tail, their big piece is 3 by 10 by 10 feet and you're cutting two out of those. Well, once a piece is there, you're not... I'm not flipping it unless both rafters are are uh, traced. Yeah. That's efficiency. When you're sanding, you know, all those rafter tails or all those pine blocks, you lay on like four of them at the same time on the sawhorse and it's just transfer, 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 transfer. Boom. And I'm not going, you know, sanding one side, taking the sander, removing, putting a hundred grit. No, it's all 80, all all hundred. Wow. It's all, and it's all like that, that you really gain efficiency. I'm not like... For the people I've worked with me, I'm not a fast, I'm not a fast worker. Like I'll take my time, but I'm pretty efficient on the way that I set up my tools. Like I'm not running around looking for something. If it needs to be in your pouch, have it into your pouch. And that's probably my biggest pet peeve is when I'll see someone who is just like taping a window and they're like, oh, I don't need my pouch for this. So they, you know, back and forth, back back and forth, man. And that drives me insane. You're wasting the day. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not a fast worker, but I think I'm very, I think I'm very efficient. So, and in the end it adds up to being quite a lot of time saved cuz the the biggest waste of time probably on a job site is looking for stuff. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Like when you see someone pull up and their van is all unorganized or the trailer is all over the There's place. The
1: reason why you see trim guys or tile guys and everybody's got their little Makita out box yeah, or whatever exactly. everything's organized they yeah. just they just know Bring it on site, drop it there, and then have everything at arm's reach, and then have it at your station, and then get working, yeah. and, and that's it, right? Yeah. Any um, any mistakes? Um, like if you make a mistake, can you fix the mistake, or is
0: the piece well? We okay. Well, if I made a mistake, no, because I was following a, 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 jig, a jig, but I've I've cut some pieces where I thought because it's pine, there's sometimes there's knots. And it's kind of hard to gauge if the knot's going to hold sometime. Sometime sometimes you cut through it a certain way and it holds. And sometime as soon as it's being released from its original piece, it kind of just falls. So four pieces were kind of like I I cut them and I just could tell this piece is going to be no good. Yeah. And also because the material was fairly uh, was fairly wet, so it was new. Yeah, it was it was new. When it started to dry, some of them started to develop some pretty nasty crack. Really, but we had we had we had planned that, so we had like you know a few extra planks to cut it from, and I think we had to recut four because we could just kind of tell this is this, this is gonna a, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna on. be a problem. Yeah, okay. essentially. So, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say those eight piece were kind of a mistake, but kind of kind it of did, not it but it, it you know it's it yeah it's, it's wood. there's not yeah. not really anything you can do about it where's and, all the
1: pine coming from
0: uh i think it's, it's mcveigh mcveigh lumber in the area in the area yeah okay. which is a pretty that guy probably had anything that's kind of timber frame in the area he's, he's, he's he, supplying yeah it. he's supplying it he's pretty legit yeah if you tell him that you're in a rush he'll he'll work with you and if you don't tell him you're in a rush he's not in a rush as well. So. <laughs> he puts you in a different Yeah, queue. Yeah, he puts you in a different crew. Exactly. <laughs> that's all it is, exactly. right? Yeah.
1: But he's just trying to please everybody that's doing yeah, work there yeah, because yeah. he knows how valuable that yeah. material is. It's yeah. not like walking to a big box yeah. and going into the shelf and grabbing
0: your material. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's a different world. And that. For,
0: for those timber frame projects, kind of more custom, it's not as much of a rush as it is to frame like a duplex yes. in the heart of the city. Yeah. Like when I was framing... Time is money. You want to be in and out of there as quick as you can. Those kind of projects that I'm now working on, it's not really, it's not really the same, same mindset. Like for that temple, the monks are not living in it. So there's not really a rush to finish it. You know, we're going to do the work. It's going to take the amount of time that it takes. We're going to make sure we're as efficient as possible. And, you know, kind of that's it. it works. Yeah, it works. So that kind of wraps up. That kind of wraps up the temple. I'll be posting more picture of the. So you're getting once close. Will it be done
1: done completely before winter settles in,
0: or closed? I don't, uh, no? I don't think so. I don't think so. Probably so spring. Early, oh yeah, really? Spring. Probably spring. Yeah. Okay. Probably spring, because uh, well, one of our one of our uh, lead carpenters just had a baby, so he's on on, you know, daddy daycare stuff. So one guy, one guy down. It's gonna take a bit more time. You yeah, know, we'll manage. Yeah, but it's kind of just like that's life stuff. Yeah. So that wraps up. That wraps up the temple. Um, another thing we've been working on is uh, my boss has a big property and he has his house and he built a cabin in the back of it to retire in it. Okay. Uh, probably in the next two years and that's the log cabin I was uh, I just Dude. posted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool project. I didn't work on the log stuff because I was still in uh, in school. So, two years ago, when he started, but essentially what he did, he took uh, eight by twelves, who are I think it's twenty six foot long, and essentially built himself like a replica of an original log house that were in the area that the pioneers built you know in the early 1800s when they came over here wow. so you have instead of having those two sides that are axe they 're they're milled piece, but you still have those nice dovetailed exposed corner chinking in between and inside of that gap that the dovetail creates, this is where you pass, like, all your electricals. You know, the plumbing comes through the floor, and inside of it, uh, you have exposed, you have your exposed floor joists that are on top of uh post and beam exposed timber frame, pine.
1: How's he doing the joists, the floor joists? Traditionally?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. traditional, okay. yeah, exactly. You
1: can't tell at that point, right? Like.
0: Oh, you're talking about uh, traditionally, like... Uh,
1: Oh, is he using I or is he actually using no? It's uh, dimensional lumber. Uh,
0: it's like it's it's uh, it's timbers.
1: Oh, it's still timbers.
0: Yeah, it's still timbers. Yeah, What's it's still he timbers. Using? I'm curious, like what size? Uh, I think like two x eight. No, it's a three. I think it's a three by eight. Oh, it's a pretty short span. By, really, yeah. Like what on
1: sixteen centers
0: or wider? Uh, two by uh, two 24? foot. I think he's on twenty four. Yeah. There's a picture on on on, on IG. Maybe it's good to double check before I stop a no, bunch no, of figured, nonsense. Uh, oh there it is right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's that's yeah, exactly. It's yeah, nice scarf yeah, joint yeah. too connecting the 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 beams and then on top of it you have inch and a half thick uh pine board for your flooring. I love the logs, man. Yeah. It's it, it's a really really cool project. Did he do the chinking himself too? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, so the logs themselves are made from, what, spruce or pine? It's pine. That's pine. Yeah. But then the lighter pine on the second floor, mm-hmm. they that go vertical, yep. that's also pine as well, too. Yeah, pine as well. So why didn't he just, I'm just curious, like, why didn't he just go all logs all the way to the top? Or he just didn't want, he wanted to have that kind of difference of cladding?
0: Yeah, difference of cladding. And also, on the second floor, that's kind of where they have, they have more of the modern commodities. So they have, you know... A bathroom, his office, so more wires, more more plumbing to pass. On his main floor, it's, it's just essentially, it's going to be like an open, it's an open concept. So a kitchen, you know, a table for your, a table in the corner, and then, you know, a nice fireplace. So not a lot. You don't really need a lot of plumbing. You don't really need a lot of wires. It's going to be, uh, you know, gas, gas stove for cooking. But he still has to submit a drawing to the city. Yep. Yeah. Still to get approved. Yeah, passed. still has to get approved, yeah. And then once again, but the you know, the second floor, so you have a half wall, so like a four foot wall, that's just stud frame. On top of it, it's just, you know, two by ten rafters. Any drywall in there? No. Uh just for the ceiling of on the, the second floor. Yeah. But the second floor is not the whole point, wasn't to have the second floor kind of like as a cabin feel. It was more the the, mo- the second floor yeah update. more like an update yeah exactly. is there a
1: reason why i'm just curious why does he have that one window orange framed
0: oh like the the color yeah um i'm not sure i, I think he kind of wants i'm gonna go or was that, that an actually,
1: experiment that he was just doing because all the other windows are oh no they're not finished that's why
0: yeah they're not they're not finished that's why yeah so the they're not has, dressed yes yeah, so i still been see been yeah i still see the blue skin putting?
1: and everything at like that so it's I mean, I I just love the mix of modern and and traditional, right? Yeah, exactly. Where you, like, I'm sure that when you walk in there, it still feels 100%
0: traditional. Oh, yeah. And also, like, simplicity of design goes a long way. If you really sit down and you really think about what you want in your house, it doesn't have to be complicated with all those crazy material. Like, simplicity of design with good proportion, well-executed, goes a very long way. What's the size of this, Fred? The size of this cabin? It's pretty small. I think it's 26 foot wide by 20, 20 deep. So pretty small. It's, it was built to be like a retirement home for two people.
1: So it's basically just a, a little bit bigger than a double car garage? Yeah. Yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, about. maybe 50% yeah. bigger than, yeah. yeah. which is, Plus the second floor. But mm-hmm. then you also have the overhang as well on the porches, right? Yeah, you have the porches. So it's like, that's very comfortable, man. Like that's... yeah. yeah. Do you it, know offhand? I'm curious, budget wise, was he?
0: Um, because he's doing it all himself. Yeah, we're doing it all himself, so he's saving quite a lot just by doing it all by himself. And you know, when the plumber comes in, it's the same company that does all of her projects, so I'm sure they're not. Yeah, so I'm I don't. Sure I don't think the budget to be
1: crazy. Is this something that you want to build for yourself one day? Yeah, definitely. Probably, right? Yeah, definitely. Something I'm like that. At one. I want to build it this weekend. Yeah, start <laughs> this weekend, but it's going to take a few weekends yeah. of that. But yeah. No, that's beautiful. That's the a beautiful the last
0: thing we worked on on that project was the porch with exposed the uh, yeah. exposed the uh, three, I think it's three by six rafters. They're, they're beefy, yeah. We kind of took everything that was in use at the temple. We kind of just, you know,
1: Makes sense. You just use it there. There's no exactly. reason to they just let it age and, or burn it out or whatever. But yeah. no, it makes sense to use it. Yeah, exactly. That's a beauty. And so he's going to finish that soon.
0: Yeah, it's close. Yeah, so it's it's pretty close. I think it, that's aim for Christmas for moving in. Yeah. What's the red garage or barn door here? So okay, that's actually the next step. I was the next going step. Okay, next all right perfect. We're yeah, on yeah, track yeah then. exactly. Okay. Yeah, we're on track. So start last uh, last January. So we split the crew in two so one crew was at the temple which where i was most of the time but then some other crew was working on a barn restoration just outside yeah just outside of perth some couple from ottawa bought a farm and they had that's a big barn uh, it's a huge barn it's a huge <laughs> it's a big barn okay. it's a big barn so it's uh, some couple from ottawa who obviously had you know some money, some money. Decided they were gonna uh, they were gonna buy a farm. There was a farmhouse on it. We're eventually gonna renovate the farmhouse, but they wanted to start with the barn, so they could host. Well, the guy really wanted to put his tractor in it, but you know, a tractor in that size of that barn, it's not really big. But they want to do like you know art exposition, music events. So kind of just yeah, just something so they could use the barn. And they were they were like, okay, let's make the barn safe because the barn hadn't been kind of like all those barns. What was the you original know, purpose of that barn? Uh, for farm stuff, for farm, like okay. there was uh, cows and cattles in the in the basement. What was the floor? The ground was it just on dirt or? On uh, it's stone? no, it was it was actually uh, cement. Cement. Yeah. So it's probably early nineteen hundreds. Some portion of it is a bit older than the other one. Um, where I was going?
1: Sorry, no, no. So the the couple they bought and they were going to yeah. use it for art events.
0: Yeah, 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 okay. So and they were just like, okay, let's let's make this safe. Let's make this looks good let's not go too crazy on like the renovation we would just want it to work so we did a lot of work on the floor system which i also have a picture dating back from a few months but you can see we've removed all the planks we've worked on the timbers and the timber like the good thing with timber framing is you can take that frame apart work on your pieces and if Everything is good. You can still put it back, uh, and it goes on for another hundreds of years. Like, you see you, you see the same thing going. That's the flooring, right? Yeah, that's the flooring. Wow. So it's all, it's all been stripped. We've worked on those logs. But well, look Some, at the condition of that, over a century. Over a century, exactly, and it's still, it's still kicking. Like, off, for most often time in a barn, the thing, that, the thing that really kills them is they don't have a good foundation, so then the logs kind of get the sil, the sill plates get rotted out. rotted out and then from there that's a challenging repair yeah it's it's doable but you're it's rebuilding a the wall at that point re- yeah exactly so that's how you
1: start to see barns start yeah. fall apart yeah they start sagging yep. and then if exactly. you don't catch it in time so it looks like these people caught it in time caught it, but it in there time. wasn't even any problems it looked like it was still conditioned taken care of
0: i mean it was starting it was starting to have you know some issue like some leaks in the roof so we changed some sheets of uh you know of the roofing yeah there was a lot you know a lot of the siding which were just like planks had essentially just like falling off which it's not really a big repair you just no, no. slap a new one on and essentially you're good to go for another probably 75 years if it's well maintained but the main thing was more we just we made sure the floor was good cuz like i said the guy wanted to put his tractor there so we worked on the on the timbers some still had some some needed to be changed you know that's that's what it is because oftentimes back in the days they were just they were cutting the trees, peeling them, doing the joinery, and then installing them. But if you don't, sometimes the tree that you just cut has a disease or has already been rotted. If you don't catch it and you put it into your floor, then you know it's it's kind of a done deal it's until it gets map. changed. Yeah. So not all logs can be saved. Some that can be saved, we're going to reuse them. And honestly, you you look at a timber. And you think, like, it's all been grayed out. You know, it looks kind of old. One or two pass with, like, a belt sander or even just, like, a plane, an electric plane. And it's the same color that it is. That it was way back. That it was way back. The same color as the pine right there. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Like, just planing, like, and essentially just removing all the surface that are not clean. You get a new timber out of it. Then it looks it starts. To, it looks real good again.
1: So th- I see that there's a lot of space underneath there, but like almost as if it's a basement, but oh. it's not a basement. That's designed just for what to just let air circulate around. No, it, it is a basement. It is a basement. It is a basement.
0: Okay. So the the barn is kind of on a on a slope. Yeah. So the basement was where the cattle was, and on top there was the farming equipment. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, exactly. But the basement, the basement is not gonna get used for the for their oh, future plans. Whatever, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: So who was. The barn door was originally like that, or no? No, that was rebuilt. we built. You we guys rebuilt. rebuilt, rebuilt yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So and my, the
0: track? Uh, uh, the track. I'm not sure. I was just for the barn doors. I just I was just brought in for the day that we were installing. So that's essentially what you're seeing. I didn't build those doors. My coworkers did. Okay, and they did. You know, one hell of a job. It's big. It's, so, oh, uh, it's ten feet. Oh, massive! Yeah, yeah. each door is, uh, yeah, like eight by twelve or something like that. Massive. It looks kind of small. On that picture because the barn barn is so big. The barn is almost like 40 foot tall because it's on a hill. So it's really gaining that space. And yeah, the doors just look so small, but they're huge. So what they did for that, they did essentially a traditional door. So they took, you know, uh, planks two by six. Okay. And then on a frame that was planked two by eight, a hand spike four inch and then clinched in the back. So that means is you're poking through both layers of your two by material, and you're twisting and you're bending the excess of the point down. So it's really it's really gripping oh. both, just like they were doing uh, 150 years ago with the iron nail. Yeah, right? with like, the iron okay, nail the spikes, exactly right? with the spikes. So that's what they did, and then just just sand it a bit, just so you're getting like you know the splinters out, and then paint couple layers of paint and then you know it'll never and, twist it'll rock and never, rock and roll. Yeah
1: it'll never and the only way yeah. that it actually rots at the bottom is if you just leave snow or whatever yeah, moisture yeah, at exactly. the bottom. But it's raised high enough from the yep. grade that you'll never have that problem. Exactly. Wow.
0: Really, really cool project. And that's still kinda, working on that one or is that one finished? No, that one that one's finished. Okay. That one's finished. And it was kind of interesting to to see because there was you know you build this nice this nice big barn but then nobody works on it for like 100 years and then farmers kind of do their own repair if they really need to and there was the on some of on one day we had to really put like a hard days of work because braces were missing from the frame so you could see the mortise on the post you could see the mortise on the beam but like where did where did it went so you think we're not rotted
1: out, or you think it was broken out, or
0: Mike, my my, uh, my yeah, some wood team for lead. My <laughs> team lead thinks sometime the building can starts to sag, and if there's not a dowel holding that oh, brace, it, just, it can really starts to spread, and then you know that measurement that you had is now growing and growing. Let's say the brace is uh like it, let's say the brace is following the the typical ratios of like three foot from the inside of the post and three foot down, which create, I think there's a it's like a measurement, it's like close to four feet yeah. or something of like a triangle. Um let's say those two starts to sag, they spread apart, that measurement becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, Eventually yeah, yeah. it gets bigger than the brace, the brace falls off. So we had on during one day we installed uh, tw- 12 brace again. That yeah. was yeah, was yeah that 12, many were, 12 missing? were missing. Twelve were missing and the barn is still holding. So you know it it it's a good lesson because we build all those new houses with LVL, triple t- engineer trusses. Yeah, engineer trusses, LVL, triple two by 10 over like a gable and windows. Everybody's losing their mind if it's not glued and screwed, blah, 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 blah. But then nail you see, and all. yeah, a nail pattern and <laughs> this and that, and you got to use galvanized this. But then you look at these barn who was missing 12 braces, <laughs> essentially holding on God knows what. Yeah. And it's still going. So sometimes, you know, people stop losing your mind if it's not overkilled. Like I remember you saying in an episode um, when you have like an old when you're when you're fixing a roof and you have like a two by four roof, which is like a one by yeah. for the ridge, yeah. and then you see the add on that the framers four have put four ply sixteen inch yeah. LVL over twenty exactly. Fan. That's what I went through,
1: <laughs> and we were we were literally yeah, removing exactly. a two by four ridge yeah yeah exactly and That's, it's and it was it's still, still there k- for yeah, it's still there i don't know what it was over 100 years maybe yeah
0: exactly so why are we replacing it with this yeah and
1: then there was a whole argument about wind and structure and how engineers calculate they don't calculate it on that single dwelling being in that of yeah. houses they calculate it as if that house is in the middle of a field in yeah. the middle of nowhere yeah, middle and you're of getting nowhere. complete forces on both yeah. sides, all four sides, yeah. and that's what the potential risk is. So based on those calculations, we need a four-ply, 16 LBL.
0: Which, if, if a house is in the middle of you know the prairies, yes. okay, sure, but we're not in the prairies here. In a row in downtown
1: Toronto in a yeah. community, you've got houses on <laughs> yeah. either side protecting you. You've got houses yeah. across the street protecting exactly. you. Yeah, no, I get it. And that's, I, it's, a, it's a liability thing. I guess back then in the day, the farmers didn't have the liability because oh, there was a problem. You just bury him. That's yeah, all it exactly, was, right? exactly. No, it's a valid point to bring up, but it's just like you're walking in and you're seeing the history of this structure. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a lot of history to the structure and you're wondering, okay, so what happened over the years and what could have happened? Yeah, exactly. But Perspective The thing is, is it didn't big, collapse, right? Yeah. It's still there. And now you yeah. got, it's great that you got people that look at the potential of it and turn it into something, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you still keep that structure and they'll continue to keep that structure. Yeah.
0: And it's huge inside. Like one day we were playing like badminton once the floor was finished. Wow. Like there's enough space to do it's anything. Illinois and lengthwise and widthwise and everything. So... The, ho- the total building size, we we're talking like 60 by 40 or something like that, with the walls being 14 foot and then the rafter starts. So yeah, at the ridge, you're almost 35 feet or something. It's huge, huge. So enough space to put his tractor, definitely.
1: you think you could ever, <laughs> or would the city allow you to ever build
0: something like that?
1: No, no, a timber frame in, an, in a downtown row house division. I think so. I don't think why you would not get approved. Yeah, I
0: don't see why you wouldn't get approved. Maybe it's a space thing. Yeah,
1: you're losing quite a bit of space of square footage because your walls and everything. Yeah, but be interesting to see it. Oh, definitely.
0: Someone build this. Someone yeah. come up with it, and because you see, like you see on you know, on some articles or some magazine, when you have like a, a timber frame inside of a city, it kind of builds like a nice contrast with like glass towers, and then you have this wooden frame. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. But most of the
1: time you see it in these kinds of environments, right? Like they just nestled into that environment. It it fits really well. But I'd love to see more cottages, more people taking more risk on doing, not necessarily the pre-kit, you know, like we saw Mm -hmm. that whole resurgence of the uh, the timber framing kits, Mm -hmm. right? And they're not quite the same thing. They're similar, but they're not quite the
0: same. Yeah. And also you're not, from a kit, they're mainly like, the sizes are way smaller. You're talking oftentimes it's like a 12 by 16. So essentially you're just building almost like a shed, which could be fine for like a small cottage. But then you're so limited with what you can put in it then after. Yeah. So that wraps up. That wraps up the barn. Yeah. That was a really cool project to work on because... Any boring projects, Fred? Any boring project? No, essentially (laughs) (laughs) in the last... Ever since I moved here, I was... I've been just been so lucky because the thing is with essentially when you're trying to make, you know, your, your trade, a a career and you want to be interested all the way, there needs to be like, you can do all those things. You can make sure you work for a company that has potential. You can get the good education, but you kind of have to like, there needs to be luck involved. Yeah. And you know, who knows maybe in the next five years I could be, Getting stuck on projects that I'm not as interested. Yeah. But so far, it's been it's been really interesting. The doors are opening. So the, a lot of yeah people, the doors. Are opening. I guess they're
1: noticing on the work that you're being a part of. Yeah. And then also the skill that you're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. So they say, well, he's valuable. He's got the skills and he's yeah. got the mindset, and maybe he hasn't done everything, right? But just like this, these two samples here, you've gone from there to that, right? Yeah. Which is insane that you
0: are taking more challenges at yeah. that point, right? And I also want to point out, like in my crew i'm not the best but i'm also not the worst yeah like and i think that's the that's where you want to be anywhere in life because sometimes you see people who are at the top they kind of get lazy and they kind of lose interest and then if you're always at the bottom maybe it's not it's not made for you yeah but if you're you're in the middle like me like i look up you know to to my team lead justin who's the lead timber frame And you're seeing everything he can do, and it's like, oh my God, like it's so inspiring. Like I want to be like that, or I want to be able to do it. Or you look at, you know, Patrick Moore, everything that he's building, and it's so inspiring to say one day I might be a fraction of what he is, but that's going to be good enough for me. And like I said, a millimeter a day, and eventually you'll get maybe not there, but you'll get close close enough to it. So it's a very it's a very safe spot to be, and it's kind of where I was always. I wasn't the worst, but I also wasn't the best. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a good place to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because that's
1: how you're going to learn and also be able to teach, Mm -hmm. right? Because other people are going to come into the circle as well, too. Yeah. Which is really good for you, right? Yeah.
0: All right. So now let's get into the stereotomy of things. Yeah. So uh, January of this year, I decided to take stage one of Patrick Moore historical carpentry course. Okay. And it's on stereotomy. And for those of us who haven't listened to his podcast. Stop everything you're doing now. <laughs> listen to it. You know, park your car. Do whatever you need to yeah. do and go listen to episode. I can remember. Can't the,
1: remember. Uh, well, it was back in March or something. Was, yeah, it was back in April. So three okay, yeah. Three hundred and something.
0: Three hundred and something. Just yeah. put on Patrick Moore. You'll TCL. find it. Yeah. If you do a search or whatever yeah.
1: podcast channel you're on, you find a construction
0: yeah. life, type in Patrick Moore and it'll come up right yeah. away. So stop what you're doing. Go listen to his podcast because it is he brings in like such a, such such so much so much value to this, and it essentially fun. it was fun talking to him. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And I still didn't learn the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and Patrick, if you're listening, you have to come back on talk more about this. But you also come, you also have to come back on and talk about uh, your experience in France because he was there for a few years yep. doing the whole uh, experience with the compagnon.
1: He mentioned it briefly. But briefly, he, yeah, I know. I know. was like, know. Like, like, yeah. we need to hear more about this.
0: <laughs> and also, he needs to come back on for a third time and talk about everything that he's done in Canada. So please, Pat, this is your favorite student, Fred. I'm calling you out. You need to come back on. <laughs> he'll come back. I'm yeah, sure he'll reach with No, for sure.
1: Love to have him back anytime, right? So then he can continue that conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, January, I take on... take on that course you have four months and you're really you're essentially really starting from the very basic on like just how to have a good lead on your pencil how to set up your page and you know you essentially get shown those uh geometry problem and you're solving them one by one and at the end of the course there's two models there's a valley there's a valley model and there's a hip model so the ones i've brought in here are on stage two so they're a bit more developed your first model is essentially just a king pose so what we have right here right there and a hip so you just do the one hip. yeah it sounds sounds simple sounds basic but it sounds basic no it's not now with everything that i've ever done in carpentry what sounded basic was always the thing where it took me the most time and where i was intimidated by a project at the end of it i was like oh that's it so, if something looks simple, please, people, like... Prepare. Prepare, okay? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... It's a mindset that can be kind of dangerous. You so, know? at the
1: start of the show, you were, you were expressing that it was more challenging on paper to draw it to get yeah. it started, right? Yeah, exactly. So, then it wasn't until you actually started... Once you figured out the paper component of mm-hmm. it, then you, it became simpler at that point.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, for the people who are not aware, essentially, what stereotomy is, it's descriptive geometry. Yeah. So you have, let's just say, a pyramid. It's all those views, all those angles on a sheet of paper, giving you, uh, you know, giving you measurements for angle, proportions, and everything. Patrick can describe it way better than than I can. Yeah. But essentially, what you're taking, you're essentially taking a roof. You're putting it onto paper with different elevations. So plan view, elevation A, elevation B, like here. <laughs> we have two elevations. We have this portion here, we have this portion here, we have elevation of the hip. So I'm essentially taking one triangle, putting it on its side, and then from there you have plum cut, seed cut, uh, span, etc. And I'm going to do this for each of those elevations. But the way that it gets interesting and the way that we're able to have all those pieces connected I'm gonna take all of these views and I'm gonna transfer line to line on where they connect to now get okay. My rafter is gonna hit this king post at this at this uh, elevation, and it's gonna create you know a bird's mouth. It's gonna create a seat cut. It's gonna create a plum cut. So you're essentially you're taking all the information that you have on all those views, connecting them through. It's either like ninety degrees spanning across the paper, and bit by bit. You're getting all the information that you would have on like a book. And just like Pat said, I'm taking the book and I'm putting all the information on the cover page. And that's it. You, ha- you have it all.
1: You guys make it sound easy.
0: Well, actually, if it sounds, Listen, if it sounds easy, then good. Okay. No,
1: you, I mean, I'd love to tackle it one day just to wrap my head around it. But I'm sure that I'll, I'll be frustrated until I actually see the light. I'll figure out how it actually works, right?
0: Well the good, the good thing with uh, stage one is you really start you really start from like the very beginning, and bit by bit, it gets more more complex. But you're also each uh, each task, because the way it is, uh, Patrick sends you a file, then you have step one, two, three, or four, and each of those steps and there's, there's like task one, two, three. So the task three of step one, you're going to use the skills that you have developed in your previous task so you're always upbringing kind of just like walking up like a stairs so on your step one it's easy on step five it's a bit harder but you've developed the knowledge in the previous steps that then tackle each task
1: in in your education or you studying and also patrick's has there ever been
2: a stereotomist that achieved everything Hi, I'm Stuart Galloway, President of the Canadian Concrete Expo, Canada's only national trade show serving the concrete construction industry. CCE 2024 will feature over 350 national and international exhibiting companies, showcasing the latest equipment, products, technology and services. CCE is the ideal environment to source new suppliers, reconnect with industry contacts, get hands-on with the latest equipment, and take advantage of exclusive show offers. We look forward to seeing you at CCE on February 14th and 15th, 2024, at the International Centre in Toronto. Pre-register on our website at CanadianConcreteExpo.com. Registration opens November 15th. See you there. Because I don't I, think, that, I don't I think don't, that's
1: possible. I don't think that's possible. Be- because I think there's Just always a, a new way to do something. Yeah, there's
0: a new way to do something. And like then. when he was
1: doing the stairs and I saw the stairs recently, I was like. This is it. It's yeah, like he's technically done it. speaking, you're saying <laughs> it's yeah. stairs, but it's not stairs. Yeah. So it's like he found a new way. So it's like I'm assuming that you guys, when you're tackling these courses or you're ca- tackling these details on site, you're constantly evolving and trying new ideas. You'll never yeah. get to the end of trying something new.
0: Patrick is definitely closer than I am.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, (laughs) but yeah, but it's just that you guys will never. And that's, is that,
0: I guess the question is like, does that drive you? Because you're always. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Like you have to get it at it from a mindset that it has to drive you. If it's discouraging you, then you're definitely not going to be able to succeed. For me, it's driving me. Like I see, like I said, I see everything that other people are doing and I'm like, yeah, if they if they do it, I can do it. But I'm also like I'm ready to take on the challenge. And it's not it's not gonna be easy, but you know, once again, millimeter at a time, and bit by bit you're getting to a place where you look back on everything that you've done and you're like, Well, I've made some good progress and now I can make very semi complex
1: joinery. But you're taking the progresses that you've learned. Mm-hmm and you're now compounding them, yeah. compounding them together, exactly. right? Yeah. I know that with the classes, I'm sure that you guys, you're seeing probably different age groups and you're getting different levels of framers or different types of trades, people that yeah. are yeah. getting in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but there's never a reason why a stereotomist will actually go back into traditional framing and just focus on that. It's almost like you're taking a Formula One driver and
0: getting them to park cars and valet. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a there's one guy who does it in in California, and I talked about it on the last podcast. He writes book, uh, Sim Ayers from California. Yeah, okay. Shout out to SBE Builders. Yeah, and he he has, he's actually like a custom home builder in California, but he builds kind of yeah, kind of he, he brings a lot of the the complex stuff for building like turrets, spiral staircase, and he uses stero- uh, stereotomy, but he's stick framing in the end actually. So not as much joinery as you would see on like a timber frame, yeah. but definitely a lot of geometry in his houses. And that guy too, it's really, it's worth a shot to follow him on, I think he's only on Facebook. I'm not sure if he's very active on Instagram, okay. but he also has a really, really good website, uh, sbebuilders.blog, I'm okay. pretty sure. For those, for those who are interested, it's really worth to, once again, take in an hour of your day, and just really dive in what he's doing, and he also has books, and his books are the only, uh, to my knowledge, his books are the only one in English available. I would say the world almost. Really?
1: Yep. I totally forgot to mention that you bought me a book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Learn a timber frame, yeah. and this one by T- Ted Benson. Uh,
1: Will Beamer. Will Beamer. Will okay, Beamer, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Jack uh Solbin? Jack Solbin, yeah. yeah. So sir. those
0: are two very big names in the timber frame community. There's complete plans in here
1: too for a 12-foot by 16-foot cabin. Uh,
0: yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a little
1: TCL cabin one day. Yeah, Well, no, thank awesome. you so much for the book. But it, 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 I think that's, like, this whole craft is really about education. Yeah, exactly. Like, you really got to pay attention mm-hmm. to it. Like, that's the only way
0: it's going to get passed down, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's very old knowledge and tried and true. You know, like I said, when I was talking about the barn, You you build something, and it lasts for generations. And just, if you guys are not believing me, like uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, that just burned down, the roof was 800 years old with original timbers. And they're rebuilding it all And they're rebuilding. the exact same way, using the the same same timbers from the same forest. Yeah, using the same, uh, even the same axes, same types of axes. If it ain't broke, well, I mean, it burned down, but (laughs) it worked, it was still holding,
1: and rebuild it the exact same way.
0: I'm going to go and challenge anybody in the building industry to say that 800 years old is not a good track record. <laughs> if you guys want to debate, I'm up for it. Okay? Yeah, but they'll
1: probably turn around and say it it's not a thousand well, Fred. yeah, You know, like <laughs> it's not a thousand. Mm,
0: it used to be different. Well, anyways, well, challenge accepted. It's not
1: different. It's just it's it's general principles. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think just our perception has changed. Yeah, Cuz especially in North America, we we emphasis so much on, like, everything that's new. If it's old, we're not interested.
1: I would assume that America embraces the old more. I'm just trying to think Maybe. of a lot of the Maybe open possible. areas that they build structures there, right? They do them differently. More than Canada, I would say. Yeah, I would say more than Canada. Right? Yeah. We've got a lot of land, but I don't think a lot of this kind of framing is
0: happening in that open land of ours, right? Um, Definitely more in the east, because as the push was going west, you know, like, Alberta was only founded you know 1905 by then essentially everything is stick framed it was already changing like the train was bringing you know lots of uh, dimensional lumber already it was all using the traditional square instead of the scribe technique yeah and essentially what i'm saying this, the scribe technique was yeah. when you're using uh timbers that are not perfectly square what you do is you put them roughly you put them on top of each other and where those connection point hit you use like either a compass to trace out your joinery or a, a plumb bob to say okay my beam is going to touch at this point make a mark touch at this point make yeah. a mark connect those points and this is where you can have you know a bird's mouth this is where you can have your brace for a 45 that was the technique that the european brought especially the french that was a technique that they brought over to north america to build you know the colonies yeah and, but by the time you get to the Western expansion, it's now like you know late 1800s, early 1900s. The train is bringing you know dimensional lumber. You don't need to do it anymore. And this is where the 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 framing square really was uh, really was used because now you don't need you don't need to scribe. You just use your square to do all your measurements. It just it was a so, shift in the industry. yeah. There was a shift. It's not. Yeah. Some people say, oh, that's what killed the industry. I'm, I don't really agree that the industry just evolved. Like it's yeah. not wrong to build your house stick frame with the framing square. There's nothing wrong to it. I think what kills the industry is not passing the knowledge. Yep. This is what kills the industry. Yep. Like if you want to build yourself a house with, uh, you know, ICM and blocks and everything is modern, solar panel, it's a house, all the system works. Yep. But just make sure that you have the knowledge to also build other things. When you don't have... When you don't have the knowledge, to me, this is where the trade suffers. I don't care what you do with your house; it's your house. Like for me, I'm, my future house is probably going to be a mix of a hybrid. So some portion stick frame, some portion timber frame. Yeah, it's not because wrong because
1: you know both worlds, and and I know you both also world, still yeah. want a modern home, but yeah. you want a traditional. home.
0: Exactly, and not yeah. everything. Not everything has to be timber frame. Not everything yeah. has to be log built. Just like not everything has to be stick frame. You can put some accents to it. Like I'm probably going to have my walls. Just yeah, stick frame, but then the ceiling, some nice uh, timber joists with yep. curves to them, and everything yeah. exposed. You'll the, have details, yeah. It. And it makes sense because there's an opportunity to make yeah, it exactly. That way, so why not
1: yeah. this course that you're doing? So you're
0: doing you just started this course. So the I first one, yeah. So I've, I I uh, finished uh, stage one. I have about three months of left for stage two, and at the end of the course, we're building like a full scale, a full scale. Uh, I mean, at that point, it's not really a model. It's a small roof, but with all the knowledge that we've learned from the two. From, right. from the, two the, the main part, you're going to have a sloping top plate. You're going to have, which is not easy because then every rafter you cut, they're going to be different because yeah. you, have, you have slope on both sides of the rafter. So not easy, but, you know, we're going to learn how to do it. As and a
1: team, the class works as uh,
0: no, it's, so it's all individual, individual stuff. Okay, yeah, because uh, it's all it's all online. So it's uh, the way it is. So you buy you buy that class. Patrick sends you a Google file, and in that file there is all the information for stage two. Right. And then he's available to answer your question, and he answers really quick. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really well made. Like at first, everybody is kind of like, well, you know, I'm not because we're. We're trades. We're tradespeople. We're not the one to learn in front of a computer. And I'm kind of a mix because I can do it just long enough to learn stuff, but I I can't spend a whole day in front of a computer. For yeah, me, yeah, it's you want to get on the site. Yeah, it's, for me, it's an hour at a time, an hour, then take a coffee, go for a walk, then like go back you said, to it. You
1: might not be the fastest, but you might not be the slowest, but you learn at your pace. Mm-hmm. So you kind of pick up the lessons, which is really great. That and the, like the number one priority is that he's sharing the knowledge. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right, and it's yeah, and it's well made. So each each of those tasks, you know, you do your drawing. If there's a, sometimes it's sometime it's a paper model, so it's that could be it's called a hakal. So what you do, you take like a very complex pyramid or something that has a curve to it, and you're essentially once again breaking down that geometry, and then from there you're creating a net plan so it's everything that you see Uh, it's everything that you see from the top but kind of spread out just kind of like a flower almost yeah yeah and then from there you're cutting that bending it and then it creates it creates that pyramid i'm pretty sure i have uh if you guys go on my instagram under the file uh, stereotomy i think i have a picture of a Hakar. the thumbnail on the stereotomy okay yeah exactly and you have a picture of yes that's what you're uh, so that's the first. That's the first model. Which one? Is, that's the first model, right? Yeah. So that's the first model. So what Manny just showed me was the first model. It's just a king pose, and a hip. That's the first one, smaller one there that you were working on. Uh, so stage
1: this one done. Yeah. yeah, stage one done. That's yeah, what you exactly. were doing. So actually, it's pretty interesting that on the thumbnail there, yeah,
0: you're actually showing yeah. stage one.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice that detail.
0: Yeah. So some pretty. This one here. On during yeah during st- during stage two, this is kind of where things. It's always interesting on stage one, but on stage two, this is really things get, gets really impressive with some joinery that are really, I don't know how you would do it other than stereotomy. So it's essentially like almost two piece crashing into each other and you have really complex birth mouth with angles, um, you know. I mean, it's impressive.
1: Like, I love that you're showing the actual cut portion Mm -hmm. on top of the drawn portion. Yep. So you can get a sense of how it's still connected, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. And now you're doing, well, look at this. Now you're doing a roof. You've got a roof that's on a, like a wedge.
0: Yeah. So that's a, that's a, so essentially that's a paper, that's a paper model. Yeah. So it's all those slopes uh, spread out on your sheet. And then you, you cut around, you cut around, bend it. And all those portion of the roofs are going to connect and meet at the peak or at ridges. Wow. Yeah. Kind Even you're
1: leaving a note <laughs> saying this not as easy as it looks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the, yeah mm-hmm. that one I remember. I think. I think my uh, the way I think that would happen for that the way I had my light set up it was creating like a shadow on the tip of the lead of the compass so I was, I was always like a millimeter or two longer oh so i was i was you know giving it a try yeah i was like man how is it how is it wrong and then you kind of you almost start to panic because you're like oh my god this whole drawing is is screwed up screwed up is the polite let, word let, let's let's <laughs> do a
1: little bit of class here because i'm just noticing that you've got a bridal joint mm-hmm. and then what other types of joints are there in in stereotomy that you can know off the top of your oh it's it's
0: essentially, it's essentially the same the same kind of joints that you could see on a job site so a bridal joint would kind of be like an inverted birds mouth yeah and um, some people call it a claw yep cuz it kind of it kind of looks like a claw it does yeah. yeah yeah so with a bridal joint essentially it's the best way to connect a valley a hip to like a king post yeah yeah cuz essentially you're you're creating the shape of the king post at the end of your hip or your valley and then from there it creates like for those of us who are going to watch, well, it's, they can be listening good, to the yeah. show and then they can go. This on the is rate. a yeah. Oh, geez, this that, is a bridal that's joint. That's a bridal joint right there. Bridal yeah. joint right there, so and it, there's also another one on this on one the right here. Part, yeah, yep. like there is one on the on this one, one as well. On the top one as well too. Yeah, and then you know you have a purlin cut. So essentially, the one that you just showed me, yep, where you had or you had your hip and then the purlin kind of crashing into it, and it creates it creates a notch. I have one here as well. I have one here as well. Yep, I saw them as well. I don't nice. know. I'm very open minded for anyone who's going to say I can find a way to do that joinery without stereotomy. If they you can, can't. if they can find me a way to get it on the first try, because if you're the thing is with stereotomy is you have to have confidence in your drawing. If your drawing is well made, and then when you trace your pieces on it and you cut your pieces right it fits on the first try it's really amazing that's why that's what i'm saying you got to have con- confidence in the whole process and at the end when you're raising which is kind of funny because you're essentially assembling like little pieces yeah. but in real life it's called the raising of yeah. a timber frame yeah essentially when you're raising you're putting all these pieces and it's like just like magic like cluck. sometime sometime if your pieces are not perfectly square like when you're cutting those small pieces on the table saw, it, it can be kind of challenging because it's such a small piece that sometimes the saw chews a bit more than it should. Yeah. So sometimes your piece is not perfectly 90 degree or perfectly square. That's kind of the only thing that can tip your joinery. But, you know, it's one pass, it's one pass with like a, a plane or it's one chisel and boom, essentially you're right there. You Ever
1: think, I think I may have asked you this on the last time that you were here, you ever think someone's going to come crazy enough to think that they can sort of design an AI program or an on-site CNC machine that can do all these cuts for you? I mean, it's possible. It's possible that someone could design a machine like that, right?
0: Because even even with SketchUp, like I use SketchUp for certain things and it's an amazing program, it's it's so much faster than hand-drafting. Because hand drafting hand drafting for geometry like this works really well. But when you're hand drafting like a house and you have, let's just say, two lines that needs to be perfectly parallel for like, you know, a floor plan layout, creating those perfectly parallel line is really hard. Where like in a design like, like SketchUp, you have your two points, you're extending those line. They're perfectly parallel for like infinity yeah so if you need to take a measurement further along the further along the way you know it's perfect for certain things like that sketchup is amazing you know sketchup is also amazing because when you zoom in when you zoom in into let's just say you're building you're building a roof when you zoom in the measurements get really precise when you zoom back that roof can be you know a hundred meters tall it won't change anything i can't draft something that's 100 meters tall on paper. It's, you can, but it's really, really hard. You need yeah, to have a big sheet of paper. Yeah. And like you said, like if you're just a bit off, like I was when I was doing the high call, if you're just a bit off with like the way you're tracing your line because of a shadow yeah, or a something, which is, re- which is really, really possible, then that becomes less and less and less accurate. I,
1: I mean, I wish that it doesn't happen because what's going to the cause and effect of that You're gonna lose it now in history, yeah. Because nobody will retain it at that point. Yeah, they'll just push buttons in and input it, and then a machine will make it, and then you're just someone who's assembling it. Yeah, I think you need the craft.
0: Yeah, you need you need the craft. And like I said, it's there's nothing wrong with doing it on the computer. But if you can do it on the computer, and if you can do it in real life, this is really where you stand out as a carpenter, and this is really where you can say, "Hey, I'm truly an expert." And a guy like Patrick can truly say he's an expert because he does, he can do both. He can do stuff on SketchUp. and He can do stuff, you know, using stereotomy. And other people, other people who have took his class can do it too. Yeah. To me, that's really where I can truly say that, that these guys are masters. When they can do it, they can do it all. They know how to do it on a computer. They know how to do it in using a lead and, and, and a ruler. That's a master to me. So yeah, if you don't if you don't want to lose that knowledge, well, I'm sure Patrick no, is going to be more like than like happy no, he'll to
1: continue, and he should continue it. And obviously, maybe one of his students one day will take over, and then yeah. they'll teach the class because awesome. this, I think that this should grow. I think this certain. Segment of the industry mm-hmm. should grow, and should it is more people.
0: I, I'm pretty. It is growing in North America because he's teaching you know all these classes in the U S. Here in yeah, Canada, yeah. mentioned
1: that he went down south as well. Yeah, too. exactly.
0: Yeah. He went to Mexico, in Europe, it, in Europe, and in France. It's still it's still very prominent because uh, when I was in France, the students at the school at the Compagnons de Wall they were doing this, but at the time I was 19, you know, level one carpenter. I was stupid. I couldn't grasp all of this. Yeah. But when you know, as somebody has a bit more experience now, now I get now I get the purpose, and now I can truly say, okay, this is worth you know, uh, putting a lot putting a lot of time in.
1: So, what are you seeing, Fred, for the next year? Like, what are you? Uh, have projects already been presented saying that this is what
0: on um, the pipe right now? Or so, not with with Green Build, essentially going to be it's going to be um, a lot of temple. So, finishing the exterior finishes, which. Are going to be really interesting because it's it's going to look really good, you know, a lot of different colors, a lot of different uh, details around the windows, proportion. It's going to be really interesting. So that's for the that's for green build, and on my side, kind of what I say, my side hustle. It's going to be more, yeah, more stereotomy. Um also, I kind of want to learn more. I'll, for every book, I re- I read a lot of uh, you know construction. Manuals, like a lot of carpentry books, a lot of like things on architecture design. I always, I always try to read probably like thirty minutes, thirty to twenty minutes a day. So in the book that I just gave you, it's a really good one. Yeah. So I've, but by now I've my my uh, library is pretty full of them. So I kind of want to learn about more like project management because it, in the future, it's kind of a role that I would like to have. I'm in no rush to be a project manager because
1: you still got to learn a bunch of stuff I le- yeah I still have a yeah I still <laughs> have to learn a
0: bunch of stuff and it's right now I'm not looking for like the next step the next step is still building up those skills I'm not at a point where I'm like okay I've done A B C and D what could be next okay project management I'm not there yet
1: you're still driven by the yeah, passion it, to learn more yeah, and exactly. learn the existing techniques yeah, you that know, are get, going on right now
0: get more efficient being able to tackle more complicated, uh, projects and tasks, you know, being a bit more independent. Um, and I say independent, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a trick. It's a bit of a trick word, but cause when you're building a timber frame or when you're building something that's really complicated to tackle it at one guy is kind of not dangerous, but you're almost playing with fire. You want to have your layout check. Like I checked the layout and I talked about this uh, on the last podcast I checked the layout for my uh, team lead who's a master and 95 to 99% of the time it's right. Yeah. But then sometime, Oh, you know, the one little thing, one little thing that quarter inch, you know, you can have, it, it it's so easy when you're, when you're building all these massive things that are so intimidating. It's so easy to, your mind is thinking of like a bunch of different things, you know, Let's just see you mark 20 foot on your tape. Oh, you maybe marked 20 and something. Like Who you knows? said,
1: you're dealing with millimeters, right? You're dealing
0: with millimeters and millimeters can kill you. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so, really interesting. So being more, yeah, being more efficient, being more skilled, bit by bit starting to learn more about that face, still continuing to learn about architecture, still learning to more about design. Kind of everything that I'm doing now, just let's let's carry i like on. that you're
1: connecting the two and uh, you're even conscious of it as well that you're still aware of the modern techniques that you have learned through school mm-hmm. starting off and then also on job sites but that you're respectful of the traditional stuff and then when you're looking at future projects you have both sides of that so yeah. you can actually yeah. communicate that way right mm-hmm. yeah and then also problem solve no different than your boss who's doing that personal cabin yeah where he's doing the exact same thing with this cabin that he's working on which mm-hmm. is I, I, t- I i've got a lot of respect for that because oh, it yeah, makes awesome. sense right I'm a traditionalist. I love the old school stuff of, of ways of yep. how it was built, but I also love modern
0: technology and how yep. things are put together yep. these days, right? Me too. Like I love, I love to enter a home that was built in the 1850s yeah. and you're seeing you know all these exposed frame, the massive chimney, but also I love to enter a house that was built, uh, you know, air quotes, modern architecture, and you're seeing like a massive like countertop. It's all these lines that are like perfectly straight, you know, cables for your handrails, some maybe like a metal staircase. I love seeing that too. I just, I really like stuff that is well-made and well-designed. Yeah. Just like uh, just like anything, you know, it could be like a nice watch. If it's well-made and designed, well-thought-of, you know, I'm going to like it. I just like things that people have really put their attention to it.
1: So anybody who's listening, they could always go to your Instagram page, take a look at what you're currently working on, see the school techniques that you're going through reach out to patrick definitely start the first course if you're Mm -hmm. ever ever interested in trying to expand in your your knowledge of timber framing yeah because you'll
0: learn i don't think it'll be a waste of time
1: oh no it's not not, all right it's it's
0: not a waste of time yeah it's it's going to bring you like a lot of people say like oh what is it going to bring for me and it's like more skills and knowledge isn't that what you want like which equals experiences which equal experiences (laughs) well guess what now you can do all these things more money,
1: that's that's also a byproduct more money for too. you.
0: Like exactly, like if you ask for a raise at the end of the year and your boss says, "Oh, what did you learn all year?" or "Have you been progressing all year?" and if the answer was, "Well, you know, I was late, I didn't give a shit all you year," know long, exactly you be. know exactly what the answer <laughs> is going to. You know exactly what the answer is going to be. But if you've just pushed yourself and, like I said, millimeter every day, learning at the end of the year, why not? And essentially, if you go out on your own and you can build this. Well, now you're in a different competition level than the other one. Kind of like you said, you're a Formula One driver compared to a guy parking cars. T two a guy who parks <laughs> car exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not dismissing the guys who were valet. No, no, just, no, no, definitely I'm, not. I'm that saying. was that was my job at a golf course. So I did was that it. Job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did we cover everything? Um, I think I think we, th- we kind of did. I also want to say like I would I would like to eventually get into teaching.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna happen
0: yeah actually i did i did replace a, a teacher two years ago who i one day i just literally logged into my uh, email i was still at Al, uh, algonquin okay and i got this email from uh, the campus in ottawa and they were like oh we're looking we're looking for a teacher who could teach drafting to level one carpenters at the ottawa campus i was like okay i can i can do that." follow along blah 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 blah. go through the interview and essentially one teacher got sick and overnight essentially his class needed a teacher and they were like okay we're we need a teacher could you be able to come in and teach i think it was uh eight classes so the same class but you know eight times eight times yeah. but you're gonna have to you're gonna you're you're gonna be brought into a system where like They've done A, B, C, and C, and you're going to have to take over from what they did yeah, okay. and then bring it from there. Was it easy for you? Uh, it was pretty, it was kind of challenging because at the time I was finishing my third semester for Heritage Carpentry, and it was a semester where there was a lot of like projects. So a lot of stuff going on, and then once a week I would find a time, and on oh. Wednesdays I would go teach for a morning at the uh, Algonquin, Algonquin, Ca- uh, Algonquin College College. Ottawa campus, and yeah, I was I was teaching drafting as a twenty four year old. It was it was kind of like a surreal experience. Yeah, it's kind of so weird. on on the first day. So you knew
1: the knowledge, like you. Yeah,
0: exactly, and it was, it was pretty. It it was pretty simple, but drafting is still something that when you correct it, there's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of things because it's you know it's handed through paper. You look at the plans. You have to enter the the scores online and everything. But I really liked the experience and what I did. I came at it from a way that like, okay, what did the teachers that I liked did good? And some of the teachers that I didn't like, and we all, <laughs> we all had some. Of course. Like, what did they did that I didn't like? And I liked a teacher who came in, you know, that had energy, but also that when you asked them a question, they answered. You, they answered and they, you knew that, they knew the answer. It wasn't yeah. just "uh, mm, I don't know." Let me check my notes. Which sometimes it can happen, but you knew that they knew what they were talking about.
1: There's thought behind it. Yeah, there was.
0: Yeah, there was thought behind it. Instead so of just
1: <laughs> like knocking down and expressing the yeah, answer yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Was. I mean, like Fred, we got to wrap it up, but okay. I mean, like, how are you finding all this time to do the educational on site and then figure out what's next in your course in life? Like, how are you finding all the time to do all this stuff?
0: 24 hours in a day That's it I huh? still sleep It's absorbed I still sleep 7 or 8 days uh, 7 or 8 hours At night You know During the day It's 8 to 4 On a typical week It's 8 to 4 Come back You got a few hours You can learn You a few hours online. Exactly You know how much time do pe- I think the average time People spend on their phone Is 4 hours Yeah it's insane Okay I, I'm i still on my phone But yeah. just Say okay right now I'm going to read For 30 learn. minutes Read for 30 minutes just learn Go on your phone, go for a walk after. Come back. Oh, I have two hours. Okay. Work on stereotomy or watch some YouTube videos or, you know, read another book. There you go. You've done hour and a half and it didn't felt like it took your whole night away. So I love or, it, man. Organization, it's, organization.
1: That's all you really need yeah. to do. So again, everybody, it's Fred, uh, Fred Seal, right? Yeah, Fred, Fred Seal, Seal Carpentry, Carpentry on Instagram. On Instagram. And then also reach out. Um, I think we have the same no- notes from last time you we were yeah, here. Exactly. We're in contact. Yeah, exactly. You didn't do the new 12 questions. Let's quickly do the 12 questions here, and then we can wrap up. Okay, great. Uh, what everyday sound brings you joy
0: and comfort? Uh, Construction-related? could be anything. Um, Actually... The sound of like a chisel being sharpened on a stone, it's kind of... It, it, Soothing. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, okay, that's gonna be pretty, it's going to be a pretty fun day. It's like a good way to like get your work going for the day. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. you know it, it's going to be a good day. Yeah, and it's kind of relaxing. It kind of sounds, for those who are not, who don't know, it, it just sounds like, uh, it's like a stone being passed on metal. So it, it kind of has like a granular sound. What's your favorite beverage? Oh man. It's a white monster energy drink. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much hate for this, but it's my it's my white vice. monster? Yeah, energy? white monster energy drink. What yeah. flavor is that? I don't know. Oh is. I don't know. Like don't poison, any, so chemical, radioactive. The, what's your things? least favorite tool? <sighs> okay, actually. It's a skill saw with a cement blade to cut through cement board. Yeah, one of those. I had to cut some yesterday. And the noise is screams, un- unbearable. It screams, yeah. What turns you on creatively? Um. Probably all of this, you yeah, know, construction, construction, geometry, yeah. curves, uh, complicated joinery, all those things.
1: What word or concept do you find
0: overused these days? Uh, custom. 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 I see custom for everything. That's not custom. Yeah, that's not (laughs) custom. You just change two (laughs) windows. That's not custom. What's
1: your favorite curse word? Uh, Oh, yes. Still tabarnak. Tabarnak. What's your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Oh, yeah. Any mode?
0: Yeah, it's still uh, Range Rover, uh, Land Rover Defender. Defender. The old school one. The old school, not the new school ones? The new are really nice, but I would still prefer the old one. The The new ones feel a little too posh for the
1: reason of a Defender.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but they look really good. They look you great. get some of them with the big wheels. It's great. They yeah.
1: destroyed a bunch of them in the last Bond film.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, th- those ones. Those ones are really cool.
1: What's uh, what do you miss from your childhood?
0: Um, probably just you know going outside. Like I grew up in a neighborhood where all my friends were you know outside. a stone throw away. Just being outside and walking in the woods with a BB and, gun or something. And some friends
1: who deserve the stone thrown <laughs> at them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. What term or phrase resonates with the core of who you are?
0: Um, probably motivated or organized. I think that's a it's a good way to describe me. If you
1: could master a skill outside of your own expertise, what would it be?
0: Oh, it's... It'd probably be cooking. I have so much respect. And I know you're a pretty good cook yeah, yourself. Yeah, I
1: just there You just start to learn it all yeah. the time, right? So. Like,
0: when I see a man who can really cook, not just grill some ribs or, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, I'm like, wow, that really impressed me. More than, like, a guy who can... There's an know, art in it. Yeah, yeah more nice. than, like, a guy who can do, like, MMA or something. To me, that's, like, yeah, that's really cool.
1: If you could speak with an historical figure, who would it be and
0: what would you ask? <sighs> wow. That's a pretty good one. Um Who comes to mind? Who comes to mind? Damn. I who don't know. Who's the
1: grandfather of this Stereotomy? Who's uh, the origin?
0: It's uh it's some guy in the Bible. I think his name is uh Pal okay. you would have to ask Patrick Moore. He probably know it. He would he would know and he's kinda like I think he's the guy who showed Carpentry to Jesus, I think. Or I think that was Saint Joseph. Funny, everyone always talks about Jesus
1: the carpenter, but they never talk about the, the teacher. I th-
0: yeah, I think it was. I think it was uh, Saint Joseph, because when I was in France, the Saint Joseph birthday was considered the birthday for the carpenters. It was oh, like carpentry day. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know so that. I want to look into yeah. that. Anyways, like, well, there we go, Saint Joseph. How was it to teach <laughs> Jesus? There we go. We just got it.
1: Last question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say you when you arrive at those pearly gates?
0: oh same thing as last time so i'm a big skier he would say well here's a mountain have at it for the rest of eternity awesome, perfect man. pleasure seeing you
1: again man yeah thank you, thank so you. Much for coming back on the show you're always welcome to come back and great uh, and, and hopefully patrick has listened to this and we'll get him back on the show yeah, yeah. in between his busy schedule yeah exactly so we can continue his conversation yeah. as well too awesome thanks man i really appreciate great. it thanks Fred. Right, We're out you, everybody